morning, everybody. My name is Rick Lane. I am speaking, not preaching. Jeremy's in California uh, with Francis Chan. Hopefully, the next few days, uh, maybe learning some stuff and come back on fire, and we'll just see what he's got to come. But uh, let's let's continue to pray for him while he's out there and uh, bring him back home safe and be with his family while he's gone and just continue to love on him. So I'm going to be drinking a lot of water because my mouth tends to get dry when I get in front of people. So, But I got up this morning and I read, you talk about fear, and I, 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 my fear is getting in front of people, but there is a healthy fear, fear of Christ or fear, fear of the Lord in Psalms 2.11. This, this was this morning. This is my verse this morning. It says, serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling. So we do need to fear him. Okay. But I want to introduce today a direction we're going to be in for the next uh, few weeks, maybe a, next month or so. And it's the greatest commandment in Matthew 22, 36 through 40, if you got your Bible. Let me find it. told me he wanted me to preach on this on this uh, section of the Bible I, I said this this seems like it's gonna be real easy because I don't have to try to explain a story or what's going on in, in the events of it that to me this is really straightforward and it's, it's it's a commandment it's not a it's not a if you can this is a commandment he's saying here and, this, and Jesus you know he's uh he's dealing with the the Sadducees and the Pharisees they're trying to they're trying to mess him up. They're trying to get him to say something, trying to get him off, off course, however, however you want to put it. But in verse 34, it starts off, it says, the greatest commandment. <clears throat> Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, God, I just uh, come to you now, God. I'm, I'm just humbly, God, putting myself before you, Christ. Uh, I, I'm kneeling before you, God. I, I'm... God, I'm just a man. God, I, I want to be obedient. God, I want to I want to speak your word like you have me to speak, God. And and God, allow me to speak boldly and clearly, God, to this uh, the people here today, God, where uh, your word, God, not my word, can be penetrated effectively in their hearts and their minds, God. I just ask, God, that you uh, be in this uh, building today, God. The Holy Spirit, God, I already feel the presence, God, and uh, just in the in the praise and the singing this morning, God. I just uh. I know sometimes myself, God, I just want to sit here and, and, and sing to you, God, and just worship you through praise and music. God, I love it so much, God. And I thank you for that, God, and I thank you for this praise team. Heavenly Father, God, I just, again, I ask that you be with Jeremy and his wife and his child, God. Uh, God, just bring you back safe and sound back to us, Heavenly Father, God. And I just pray that you protect his mind and his heart as he's out there in California, God. And as I prayed this morning, God, bring more of you in him back when he comes back to us, God. Not more California, but more Jesus Christ, God. That's what I ask in the, in the name of Jesus this morning. And I do thank you for the prayer team and, and the prayers lifted up for myself this morning, God. Just give me, God, just a little bit of taste of your spirit this morning, God. Give me a little bit of taste of your word, God, through, through the Bible and uh, allow me to, God, just, uh, I pray against the anxiety I have, God, is just standing in front of a, a crowd of people, God. I just, uh, 
but I do want to be obedient to God to you. I, I want to I honor you in what I say and what I do, and just, God, allow me this short amount of time to be that person or that man for you. In uh, Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen. Matthew verse 34, 22 verse 34, the greatest commandment. Hearing, hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? In verse 37, Jesus replied, and this is what, we, this is what I'm really focusing on. This morning, guys, it says, love the Lord. Love the Lord God with all, and I circled all like three or four times. Love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. And I just... I just want everybody to really try to let that sink in. Love, I think God is love. That's what the Bible says, God is love. But if we can just, I, I, and me and Jimmy talked, if we can just grasp this, this one thing, I think it'll change our lives. It, it will allow us to love others as Christ loved us. And, you know, it seems, it seems hard. Uh, I think a lot in this world today, we have so much going on. We, we, we hold so much bitterness in. We go to work and a coworker says something that offends us. And, and it's bitterness and it's, it's, we hold all this stuff in. And that, that bitterness and, and, and all of this anger, uh, depression, anxiety, jealousy, that hinders our relationship with him. I like how Jeremy's always doing this. That hinders our relationship with him. But, you know, just being transparent, just being real, when I think about love, when somebody, somebody comes up to me and they say, Rick, what do you, man, what, you know, what you love is what you seem to just, it just pours out. I think about my, my children, my family, my wife, my mother, my father, and it's so easy, it's so easy to just, you know, man, I love my kids, you know, because I talk about my kids all the time, and when I get to thinking about that, we was going to try to show a video, if you, if you can get on YouTube. It's a, it's a little story about a father and his son. I, I mean, I just think about that video, I get to crying. But this, this little kid, he was about, he was about Cole's age <clears throat> when Cole got sick several years back. And his, his father was a train conductor, and he, he worked this bridge. He had to let the bridge up when the ships come through. And the little boy wanted to go with his father and, and help him and watch this happen, you know. But the father told him, he said, stay down here by the riverbank while I go up here and get ready for the train to come through so I can let the bridge up so the boat can pass through. So <clears throat> he gets up there, and he's, he's getting ready, and he knows the train's coming at supposedly a certain time. But the kid's down here at the bank, and the kid can look off in the distance, and he sees this train coming. And... He's trying to holler back at his father, like, Daddy, the train's coming. Have you, any of y'all ever seen this video before? It's pretty powerful. But he said, Daddy, Daddy, the train's coming. The, the little six-year-old kid, Daddy, the train's coming, you know, and he can't see his daddy up there. 
whatever he's doing, he can't find him. And he's like, I, you know, the kid's thinking he's got to do something. This, this, this bridge was up, but, you know, I got to let this thing down because this, this train's coming and all these people's on it. You know, and my daddy's supposed to be doing this, but he don't see it. So he, he runs up there and... Uh, the switch, the main, the guest kid knows where the switch is, and he, 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 he pulls up this door, and he reaches down, and he's trying to grab this switch to let the bridge down so all these people would not die. You know, just put this in your mind, you know, and then he reaches too far, and he falls in. And his father's like, I mean, he, he's, he's, he's over here doing something. He's not paying attention. He comes back to the, the, the control station, and he's, he, he's looking down through the window where his kid, he told his kid, he said, stay here. Don't, don't leave this spot. You kind of can already tell what's going on, but this kid has fell down in this trap door and fell on these big gears that lets this bridge down. And his father, he don't have a clue where he's at. And his father looks, looks he can see, he can look down at this and he, and he sees this train coming. And in the video, all these people on this train, they're just, I mean, they're just partying, Drinking, living there—they just—they just oblivious to what's about to happen. And this this father is looking down where he told his son to stay. He's looking around trying to find his son. His son has fell down in this door trap or this access door to make the the bridge go down. And he's got to do something. He's running around. He knows if he leaves that switch station. To look for his son, he's only got a, a matter of a few minutes to, to make this all happen. Where all these people on this train is gonna is gonna survive, you know. This is all on him. I, I just couldn't imagine. I, I don't even know if I could even do what he had to do. So the train's coming. It's getting closer. It's getting closer. And it's, it's, I mean, put yourself. You, any of you got kids? Put yourself in that situation. The train is coming. His his kid is nowhere to where he said he was gonna be. He's looking for him. The train's coming. He's got to do something. He's got to do something. And he hits the switch. He hits this switch. And when he hits that switch, you can only imagine what happened to his son. I mean, you can only imagine how bad or, or just, I mean, just put that in your mind. I mean, that's, that's horrible. And these people on this train, they come passing through, you know, and he's, he, he runs out and he's screaming, you know, and... When I think about that video, and I, watch, I mean, I can watch that video right now and I'll start crying. When I think about that video, that's what he done for us. You know, that's how much he loved us. He sent his son to die for us. And so many times, we're like them people on that train. We just, we just, we're just walking through life. We're just doing our own thing. We're just living in the world, you know. And, you know, I, I think about I think about that, and it really just makes me just want to just fall to my, to my knees. And if you got your Bibles, if you would, switch to 1 John. I also like to read that. <clears throat> but that kind of love, I mean, the only kind of love that you could get like that is, is from Christ. First John chapter four verse seven.
God's love and ours. Dear friends, let us love one another, but love comes from God. You want an example? You want an example? I mean, I can sit up here and read. There's so much scripture in the New Testament about love. You, you want an example? Just look at Christ. For love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Does, does not love, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love, his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. And you can't love, you can't love the unlovable without, without loving God first. That's got to happen. You can try it, but you're going to fail. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us his spirit and we have seen and testified that the father has sent his son to be the savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God, God lives in, in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Here again. Whoever lives in love, lives in loves, love lives in God, and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but per perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. And in verse 19, it says, we love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. You can't love God and you can't, you can't have love and hate in the same, in the same, in you. It can't, it can't happen. When you love God, it, it, the hate, the hate is just going to go away. I, I can, I can think about so many times, uh, somebody, I, I, believe it or not, I'm very sensitive to words. Somebody can criticize me or, or say I said something wrong or just say, you know, that don't look right, and believe it or not, I might not, you might not know me like that, but I'm, it kind of, it, it, it ticks me off, you know, and if I'm not careful, if, I, if I'm not in God's word, I hold on to that, and, and I, I feel, you know, I feel, I get angry, and I get upset, and then I, I, I distance myself from that person, you know, and in God's eyes, that's not the way to be, you know, you gotta, you gotta forgive, he forgave us, you know, I think about I think about in the dirtiest, most sinful part of my life, when I was, I, I feel like I was just as far away from Christ as I could ever be back when I was drinking and dabbling in drugs and just living rebellious life, he still loved me the same as he loves me now. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, he loves y'all the same way. He loved us enough to see his son Jesus take the punishment that we deserve, that I deserve, that you deserve. But do you accept this? Romans 10, verses 9 through 10. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth you profess your faith and are saved. 
And, I, and I, I'm, not, I'm not stripping. But y'all remember the shirts? Heart and soul, right? Heart and soul. That's where that come from, heart and soul. In your heart, you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And I, I think back, you know, we, we signed the covenant. We got this T-shirt. But my shirt looked kind of awkward. We got the T-shirt, and we all agreed that we were heart and soul, you know, with connection. But I, I feel, and, I, and I, it seemed like I see so many people that signed that covenant and, and, and went through the ritualistic baptism, you know, they, they claim that they know God, but they've fallen away. So my question is, did they really have Christ in their heart? Did they really say what they say? First Samuel chapter 14, verse 7, verse 7, it says, I am with you heart and soul. I mean, this ain't a game. This is real deal stuff, y'all. We've got to take this seriously. I mean, he wants our heart. It's not like it's, it shouldn't be a job. We shouldn't have to work for it. It just, it should just ooze out of us. And if you want to, if, if, you, if, you, if I'm not good enough, I stand up here and what I'm saying don't make sense, open your Bible and read the Word. It'll tell you. It'll tell you. I don't have to, I can come up here and, and I told Jimmy, he said, man, he said, what are you, what are you so worried about? I said, man, I, I just, I'm worried I won't have enough to say in the amount of time. I say, He's like, what you mean? I was like, he's like, you, you only got a few minutes. I was like, no, I want it to last two hours long. I ain't worried about the Super Bowl. I ain't worried about the Super Bowl. I'm worried about his word and what it tells us to do. If he tells me to sit up here and preach for four hours, I'm going to do it. There might not be four or five of y'all left in here, but I'm going to do it. I just want to be obedient to him. I want, if he tells me to go to wherever, to God, I want to, I want to have that. I just want to be right there with him. I just want to say, God, just talk to me, be with me. You know, and when you get that and when you feel that, there ain't no going back. You know, it's there. It's not going to leave you. It's there. And it's the overwhelming. It's like when they were singing this morning, man, I could have, woo, I could have just, I just felt it's just the power of the Holy Spirit is so overwhelming. You just, it's undescribable. And, and when you get that, you ain't going to let it go. You, you're not going to let that go. So, you're in it heart and soul. When you make decisions, when you make decisions in life, you decide I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this job. I'm, I'm gonna build this house. When you decide for that to have to happen, you got to do what? You have to commit. Right? You don't decide you're gonna do something and then ponder around and, and just let it go. If you're going to make a decision in your life, adults, when you make decisions like this, you, you're going to commit to something. And we have to commit to Christ. We, we can't, I, I just feel like so many Christians take this so lightly and we just come to just be, we sit in here and be entertained. If you want to be entertained, go to the Super Bowl. If you want to be entertained, go to the Red Box and rent some, some trashy movies. That's entertainment. This is eternity. I mean, I really, you know, I feel like it's been preached so many times, but people just don't get it. This is the real deal. If you're sitting in here, I mean, this is the real deal. God, you all are here for a reason. This ain't just coincidence. This ain't just, you didn't have nothing to do this morning. God's put you in this building on the third day of February because he is tugging at your heart. You are here for a reason. Whether you want to accept it 
or just get out of here, get up and walk out of here and just carry on, you are here for a reason. He, he is working in you, but allow him in. Allow him in. We went to the, to the men's conference uh, last weekend, and man, that was awesome. But, you know, Johnny Hunt was saying, he's talking about husband and wives. Husbands just want to go in there and shut the door. No, one don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. We do the same thing as Christians. We do, don't talk to me, God. Don't talk to me, God. Well, you've got to let the, what they say, let, open the door and let me come in. You've got to open the door and let him in. Let him in. I'm getting way off, so I'm sorry. And I, you know, I, I looked up love. You know, Google, t- Google knows everything. And it says it's an intense, love is a definition of love is an intense feeling, a deep, a deep affection, a, a great interest and pleasure in something. What, what are your interests? What is your deep feeling for? Ask yourself that. I mean, is it, uh, I mean, there's so many things in the world today. We gotta have, we gotta have a phone. Gotta have a big house. Gotta have new, new cars. Where's Jeff at? I ain't picking on Jeff. <laughs> what, what, what are you yearning for? What, what, are you, what do you desire? Do you desire to know Christ? Do you desire to have that kind of relationship where if you miss church one Sunday, it's like, man, something ain't right. I, I got to get back. If you miss Connect Group one, one night, I got to get back plugged in. Because if, you, if you're dabbling with that and if you're kind of getting away from that, if you're not careful, you're going to get away. You know, and, and that's, a, that's a slippery slope and can lead you back into sin. So you have to fight to stay right there. You have to fight for that because there, there's so much of the world that just tells us that we don't need God. I mean, it's every, it's, I, I feel like it's every time your eyes pop open in the morning. Are you going to make that decision to, to bow down? on your knees and pray to him and, and be in the word first time. I mean, first thing in the morning, that's the best time to be with God, first thing in the morning. Because you, you're, you're starting your day. You know, you're putting his word in there and you, you're putting kind of like the old, uh, like the drug commercials that used to come on. I remember them good. Uh, here, here's the frying pan. That's some, of the old, some of the older people might remember it. The little frying pan that's cooking. And it says, here, here's your drugs. I mean, here, here's your brain. Here's your brain on drugs and it's frying the egg. You know, that commercial seems so simple, but it, they, it, was steady, it was steady beat into our minds as a kid. And it's like, you know drugs is bad. You know drugs is bad because of what that says. And then this is the same way. You have to be in his word every day, every chance you can. If, 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 if one 30-minute session in the morning ain't enough, make it three or four hours. If He said, what did he say? If, if the job is pulling you from Christ, get another job. If the, the, the house is, is causing you to, to struggle in your life and take you from Christ, get out, get out of it. Get close to Him and get whatever is, whatever is hindering you from Christ, get rid of it. Get rid of it. If there's a coworker that you work with that's causing you to stumble, it's pulling you from Christ, causing you to be mad or just whatever, get another job or get away from that person. Tell me, get away from me. Leave me alone. Do whatever it takes. Do whatever it takes because eternity... Eternity is at stake. <clears throat> How can you start working toward loving God more? And 
like I said, I think, I think we need to look at ourselves. Like I said earlier, we, are we, we, what are we holding on to? What's, what's, what's holding us back? I mean, what, what is it? I mean, I, I've heard guys say, you know, man, I, I don't, I'm tired of doing this. I'm, I'm going to get right so-and-so. I'm, I'm, I got to do a little better. If you got to do a little better, do a little better. Quit saying you're going to do it and do it. And you're going to say you're going to do these things until the day you die, and that's it. It's over with. There is no second chance. I mean, I don't understand why we can't get this. You know? Let him in. Psalms 73:25. I mean, it's just this, it's just this, this. Psalm 73, 25, whom do I have in heaven but you? And besides you, there is nothing I desire on earth. I mean, that's, some, that's powerful to me. Whom do I have in heaven but you? And besides you, there is nothing I desire on earth. But we got so many desires. We got so many wants. I think we justify our wants and our needs. I think we, that's, a, that's a real gray area. Well, we got to have this. I got to have this, you know, but and besides you, there is nothing I desire on earth. Make that happen and see what happens. Try it. Just try it. And it says, talking about your soul. We talked about the heart. Your soul. What is your soul? It's the innermost. Who you are. It's your core. It's like your what defines you, your personality. It's kind of what, how we make our decision, our lifestyle. And I think about, you know, when I think about our soul and our, our lifestyle, our, I think about obedience. I mean, do we, do we try to twist God's word to make it fit our lifestyle? I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not a prophet, but I feel like so many times we as Christians, we try to make it fit where we are still comfortable. He, I ain't comfortable up here right now, I can tell you that. He, but, but we have to, I mean, God, I'm telling you, when God brings you out of that, man, that, it's like riding, riding the, the a jet, the, the space, man. It's just like, hold on, that, them G-force just pulling you back. It's just, it's awesome. But you got to be willing to get out of your comfort zone and tap into what Christ has in store. To love God with all our soul is to love Him in the way we live, being faithful, holy, seeking to live righteous. Whew. Righteous in the eyes of God, not righteous in, in not righteous in Jeremy's eyes, not righteous in my eyes, or your wife, your husband. Seek to be righteous in the eyes of God. so much stuff in the world today you know the little things I mean the, I, I think about I think about TV uh, you know it, it's like a it's like a gateway our phones is like a gateway clothes you wear Johnny Hunt you know we was up there talking about you know how, how as fathers we shouldn't let our daughters walk out the house with just anything on I mean it's it's, it's just these little little things add up 
be a godly man and woman and quit blending in with the world. If I got 50 people, I don't know, 50 people in this county and took the church and we all blended in, would we be separated? Would we, could people tell we're different? Can people tell that you're a different person in the workplace? When you go out to eat at a restaurant somewhere, can people tell that you ain't the same person you was in the past before you knew Christ? Is your life changed? And is it evident? I mean, if I was an anonymous caller calling your job and say, hey, hey, is, uh, is John, I mean, he, he, he's, me and him has been buddies for a while, and I just, I'm worried about him. He said, what kind of guy is he at work? Would your coworker or would your boss say, man, that guy's on fire for Christ? I don't know what he's got, but he is on fire. He is, he is pumped up by God. He is, he's witnessing the people. He's sharing the gospel. He's doing things for other people. He just, man, he'll walk around, he'll pick up stuff for other people. It's just like, this guy, something different about this guy. I don't know what it is. I can't tell, but there is something different about this guy. Are you that person? That's what we got to be. That's what we got to be to make the change that God's called us to make. We just can't blend in. make your footprint in this world for the brief time you are here in fact for Christ John 14 15 says if you love me if you love me like you say you love me you will keep my commands that's pretty plain and simple obedience love love is action it's a noun but it's a verb there's a, I think there's a verb love in the thing too and you know Verb means you're doing something. You're moving. You, I saw you shucking and jiving. You 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 getting around. You're doing something. You serving people. That lady over there next door, or, or that man up the road, man, he 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 can't pay his light bill this month. Man, go let's 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 all get together. Let's go over there and help this guy out. You know, it, that's that's loving. That's loving your neighbor, like it talks about in the rest of this verse. I mean, we got to love people. We got to show people. We got to show people love to people we don't want to love. That's how. That's how. It's, that's another way it sets us apart from the rest of the world. Because the love, the, the world that we live in today tells you to love yourself. You got to do whatever you got to do to take care of yourself. Love yourself. Facebook, boy, that's love yourself right there all day long. <clears throat> I can't remember the verse, but. I know most of you probably know what I'm talking about. It says, it says you love me. Pick up your cross. Pick up your cross and follow me. Man, that's, that's powerful to me. Are you ready for that? Pick up your cross and follow me. Deny yourself daily. And love, your, love God with all your mind. It says Romans 8, verse 6. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. We live in a fleshly, fleshly world today. The mind in flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Verse 8, those who are in the realm of flesh cannot please God. You can't have it your way and expect God. You can't, you can't. Oh gosh, let me get this together. You can't just live a, a, a rebellious 
lifestyle and, and, and be close to Christ. It can't be in the same place. It can't be in the same circle or the box or house or whatever. If there's stuff in your house that's causing you to sin, whether it be the little tiny sins or the big things, get it out. Like I said before, get it out. If you got some movies in your movie case that's, that's got some bad language in it or, or shows some nudity, get rid of it. Uh, this spiritual warfare, I believe every, I mean, just like I said, when you get up in the morning, you know, you, you're battling spirit, spiritual warfare. Get rid of it. Get it gone. I, just trust me, it will work. It will, it will improve. It will help your life. <laughs> Be in God's word. Feel your thoughts with Godly thoughts. Be in his presence through prayer. If you struggle with loving God like you, like you think you should, like you, you, this is a battle for you, ask God to allow you to love him like he should be loved. Ask God to allow you to love others like he's called us to love. Ask him to. Pray, pray for that. I don't mean going, hey, man, this, this guy's about to drive me. I just got to help me love me. I mean, I mean get down and, and be, be God, Heavenly Father, God, this, this guy, he's, he's about... He's about God, just, just help me love this guy. Help me pray for him, God. Help me be the man you call me to be, God. I, I, I want to be your, your steward, God. I, I want to love like you call me to love. I mean, be, be intentional with that. If you don't, your cup will be filled with things of the world. Just look around. Just look what's happening today. Uh, the deal with the transgender, homosexual things, and uh, just the way things are going, man, the, the, some of the laws have been approved. It's, it, Satan is just attacking us as a country. So we, we can see it's all around us. We battle Satan every time our eyes is open in the morning every day. And like I said, Facebook, you know, everywhere you turn, video games. I, I, video games is, is one of the big things I think now. There's, there's video games out now that celebrates or you get points for when you rape, steal, and kill. I mean, does that even make sense? The world's media and today's society want you, want you to be disconnected to the one true Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Don't let this happen. Don't let this happen. And if what I've been saying up here the past few minutes don't even make sense, if you don't get it still, look at Jesus. Look how he loved us. Look how he loved us. Follow him. He is your guide. He's your king. He's your father, your friend, your comforter. 1 Corinthians, Corinthians 13 This is love. This is love. Scripture here. Love is indispensable. And yet I will show you the most excellent way. If I speak in tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or clanging cymbal. If I have a gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. 
If you don't have love, you're missing out. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in creation would be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 8, verses 38-39. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God, and that, that, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. For great is your love reaching to the heavens, your faithfulness reaches to the sky. Psalm 57, 10. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great his love for those who fear him. Psalm 108, 4. For great is your love higher than the heavens, your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Psalm 108, 4. We gotta love people. We gotta love God. We gotta love God first, and we gotta love people. And when you love God like He has called us to love Him, you will be able to love like like He like He says. It's just that simple. I'm not. I am very simple-minded. I am not intellectually smart when it comes to Scripture, but I believe what His Word says, and I, I believe if we put it into action, it will show. It will change you. You will be able to love, but you've got to, you, you've got to let it come in. You've got to quit putting that wall up and let it come in. Pray for God to give you a love of heart. To love others like, like God loves you. Show grace. I know it's hard at times, but we are, we are showing grace every second of every hour. Another way of showing love is giving of your time, your talent, your treasures. We all are, we all have our talents. I mean, it's how it's crazy how God designed us all or gave us our talents to help one another. I, that really makes me think. I, me and Kim talked about this one night. You know, we are so messed up. If we were the people that God called us to be, like I believe, we wouldn't have to work. We wouldn't have to earn money because everybody would utilize all their talents to help other people out. And it wouldn't be about what I got to get out of it. It's just, man, I love this guy. I got to help him out. I'm gonna, whatever, you know, I can do this because I'm good at this. This is my talent, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help this guy out. But you got to be willing. And then sharing the gospel. I had so, so much trouble when I, when I first really got saved that, you know, how am I going to do this, man? I don't know how to, I don't know how, I don't know the Bible. I, I can't quote verses. How am I going to share the gospel with somebody? And then I, this guy came to my job one day and he's he, he just, he kind of just happened, man. He said, man, I got, I got this stuff going on, man. I can't quit doing this. And he said, I want to, I want to change my life and, and I'm struggling with this and I'm struggling with that. I was like, man, let me tell you what God's done in my life. Let me tell you what God's done for me and where he's took me from and where I'm at now. And, and that's all it took. And that's, I mean, I didn't, I didn't try to say the right words or, or preach to him. It's just sharing what, what God's done in my life. And that's all we got to do, church. Just be obedient and uh, love people, love on people and, and love Christ.
So, if this, if you're if you're struggling with this, you know, let it go. Let it go today. Don't don't hold on. Don't. I mean, I I, I believe with all my heart. There's somebody here today. They're holding on to the things of this world. They're holding on to things that's hindering hindering you from having that Christ-like love today. There, there are some people in here today that I know that's battling that. And you, like I said before, you are in here today at this time for a reason. Let go of it. Give it to God. Allow Him to work in your life. Give it, give it to Him today. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to close in prayer. If there's anybody that that's battling with this or, or wants to come up front and, and uh, the prayer team will pray with you. Please, please, please don't waste any more time. Now's the time. I heard somebody say this morning. Now's the time. Ain't right, Ben? Now is the time, baby. Now is the time. Quit holding on. Let go. I, I've been there. I've been in that seat and I'm like, oh, oh, God, I want to go there. But I just hold back. Quit, let, quit holding back. Don't worry about people in here. Right there. Give it to God. Heavenly Father, God, I just saw. Uh, God, I thank you. Uh, thank you for today. God, thank you for giving me an opportunity to, to just, God, if I, I could just read your word. Uh, God, it's, I feel like there's power in your word. God, I thank you for that. God, I thank you for your love for me. I thank you for your love for your people, God. God, I just pray, Lord, as the music's playing. God, I know there's somebody in here that's... Uh, holding back. God, I pray, Lord, that the, the, the bondages of sin and the chains, God, the weight, God, of the world, Lord, is lifted off of them today. God, I pray that they can be set free in the name of Jesus Christ. God, I pray that they can be set free and just give it all to you, Christ. And uh, God, just like just like your, uh, your word says, God, just allow. God, we just want to love you. God, we just want to love you like you told us to love you. God, your grace commanded. God, and love Loving you and loving our neighbors. Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you for showing up today. God, I thank you for the praise team. God, I thank you for your presence that I felt. God, I just pray, Lord, in your, in your mighty name, Jesus Christ, God, that, that we can be the people you called us to be. In Jesus' name I pray.